Fuck me then. for about two or three minutes to let people show up, and then we're gonna get started for the Joke Workshop! Ruby's such a loser. Thank you. 
everybody it's time to start the joke workshop yeah all right i don't know if pam is listening but if she is guys we're all gonna make it really awesome tonight because she like went to this crazy like soccer game last night and like it looked like a fucking like like murder scene it was crazy it looked insane like she got like elbowed in the face like she's a trooper like out there in, in great yeah dude hardcore yeah they, they don't fucking play around when it comes to their football or whatever the fuck. I don't know how to say it. A anyway, guys, uh, how's everybody feeling? Yeah! Y'all know Joke Workshop, guys. Four-minute sets. We're going to do, uh, do nine of them. We're going to do nine four-minute sets. And then uh, afterwards, we're going to have a note section where we're going to have some comics come up and, uh, you know, we're going to critique them and uh, help, we're gonna work out some bits. Four minute sets for that and uh, four minutes of critiques. We're just gonna keep it rolling. We got a full list today, hopefully everybody shows. It's gonna be a lot of fun, guys. Y'all ready to get this shit fucking rolling? Yeah! Fuck yeah, I really appreciate the participation today, guys. So, this first comic, he's uh, one of my favorite people in the biz. One of my, uh, you know, uh, rivals, actually, you know, he's like my arch nemesis. He's like the 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 Joker to my Batman. He's like the the asbestos to my mesothelioma. Uh, give it up for Art Go Houston! Fuck you, Dakota. That was a shitty intro. <laughs> What's up, guys? <laughs> Great Monday. Uh, I don't drive to Oakland anymore. No, it's not because I'm scared of black people. <laughs> I don't drive to Oakland anymore because last time I was there, someone broke into my car and just stole my medicine. And it took me two weeks, two weeks to go back to the doctor and refill my prescription. You understand how big of a pain in the ass it was to wait two weeks until I got my medical grade hemorrhoid cream again? It was a pain in the ass. What else? Yeah, yeah, that was a little rough. <laughs> uh, what do I want to talk about? Okay, let's talk about Oakland. Oakland, right? The name, Oakland, Oakland, right? It means the land of oak trees, right? That's what it means? I think so, right? No, it's true. Uh, and it was named that because there used to be hella oak trees in Oakland. Fun fact about oak trees, only one in every 10,000 acorns actually goes on to become an oak tree. Which means that even oak trees don't want to live in Oakland. Is there something there? I'm practicing my debates material for tomorrow. No. 
<laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I saw I saw this kid with Down syndrome, and he was feeding a bunch of pigeons, and it was kind of cute. But then all of a sudden he lunges and grabs one. He's like holding it in his hand. He's like putting his face on it. He's like kissing it and stuff. And it was kind of cute. But I was getting worried because I'm not a scientist or anything. I don't know how diseases spread. But what if that pigeon catches Down syndrome? I know. It's fucked up. You and you are going to hell with me. Uh, I used to have this girlfriend like four years ago. Dated her for like four years. And my dad never liked her. He never accepted her. One day, I get a random message on Facebook from this girl I don't know. And it says, this is kind of awkward, but your dad was my Uber driver and tried to set us up on a date. And he gave me your contact information, so I'm reaching out to you. And I was so pissed at my dad. How fucked up is that, right? Because the girl was ugly. Look, I know I'm not supposed to call people ugly. I know everybody's beautiful in their own ways. <laughs> but if you go on a date that your Uber driver set you up on... Damn, I'm bombing so hard. This is great. <laughs> I'm, I'm ugly. <laughs> uh, thank you, Dakota. I uh, I liked it better when all the emojis were just yellow. You guys remember that? And all of a sudden, Apple changed it, and now you get you get to pick your skin tone. It's supposed to be progressive or representative. I don't know. I liked it better when they were just yellow, cause that way we're all the same color. As the kids who made those iPhones, I thought that was pretty neat. <laughs> Did you get that, or was it you just laughing because it was awkward? No, was okay, thank you. <laughs> oh my God, Spencer, that is racist. I uh, <laughs> speaking of racist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, what else do we want to talk about, Dakota? Let me pull out my phone. I got like 30 seconds, huh? Oh, I grew up in Russia. I'm Armenian, but I grew up in Russia. And every time I tell people that, they're always like, oh my God, what was it like growing up in Russia? And they think it was like something crazy. Like I was out there wrestling bears and fucking drinking vodka at a young age. But that's not true. It was just a normal childhood. We went to school. You know, we played outside. And like all kids, every once in a while, we got in trouble for attacking the Ukrainian kids. All right, I'm done, bye. <laughs> yeah, guys, that was art, yeah! Oh man, I love art. Sorry about the, the introduction. You are way better than, you are way better than asbestos and mesothelioma. The, the, the funniest Russian I know. Uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> now I look racist. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, just living out here uh, as a, a a white guy from the south in San Francisco, I'm definitely probably racist, just a little bit. Uh, no, just kidding, guys. I love you all so very much. And this next comedian, she's hilarious. You can see her perform all over the Bay Area. Uh, you know, it's a blessing every time I get to see her perform. Make it big and loud for Sophia Garrow. That was a really nice intro. A nice one. Okay. Um, I had a friend recently introduce me, uh, an old friend introduced me to one of his friends. And when I walked up, he was like, oh, she does something really cool outside of work. Can you guess what it is? 
and the guy looked me up and down and was like, welding? He could have said anything in the world. <laughs> he was like, that's a lesbian. I was like, I feel like I have to clarify that, I'm not, that I am straight. He was like, oh, um, basket weaving? I was like, not that straight. Not, not that straight. My friend tried to help him out. He was like, uh, think of something that's the opposite of classy. And the friend was like, uh, stripper? I was like, really? <laughs> Do you think I'm a stripper? It's so far outside of my comfort zone. Like the more I think, like I feel so weird to get up on stage and make money. That's <laughs> so weird. Um, Mother's Day is coming up. For those who don't know, it's the time to start panicking. But Mother's Day, I feel like it's so easy to buy presents for Mother's Day, right? It's like flowers, chocolates, cards. Father's Day is different. Have you guys ever Googled Father's Day gift ideas? They're always like, this Father's Day, why don't you get your dad a propane tank, a drill, some beer? I'm like, where are the Father's Day gift ideas for dads who aren't planning an insurrection? You know? Where are the gift ideas for dads who are English majors? You know? I want like a website for beta dads. We love those dads too. Why does it feel like every dad is planning to like pillage a neighboring village on Father's Day and we're responsible for pr providing the supplies? I don't, I don't understand it. Um, every single year I see those lists and I'm like, no, these are ridiculous. This is not my dad at all. I'm gonna get him something that he really needs, you know? And then I look up the price of therapy and I'm like, he's gonna have to drill his way to inner peace this year, you know? <laughs> Another drill. Um, okay, let's talk about, I have, I have one friend who, he keeps, he's single, he keeps trying to get me to introduce um, him to all of my single female friends, and I never do it because he's such a misogynist, like, I don't actually like him, I would never do that to my friends, you know, like, I love my friends, I wouldn't do that, um, and then the other day he posts on Facebook, he goes, I will pay $30,000 to whoever introduces me to my future wife. I was like, $30,000? I could buy all new friends, <laughs> you know, take them all. And he clarified, he's like, I'm looking for a science literate woman with a perfect hip to waist ratio. I was like, oh, not too science literate though, <laughs> you know, she might catch your imperfect dick to brain ratio. <laughs> we don't want that. We do not want that. Okay, here's something that just happened. Um, Okay, so I really had a, a, a cloggage in my toilet. I went to the hardware store to get a plunger. Um, I wanted to be in and there, in and out fast, right? I grabbed one plunger, I'm on my way, this guy stops me, he goes, wait, 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 let me show you something. Brings me back to this plane, he goes, this is the beehive. This handles heavy duty messes with less muscle. I was like, I don't like the assumption you're making. <laughs> that I have a heavy duty mess to handle and I don't have the muscle to handle it. I don't like that being said, how much? I did buy it, um, I did and I left and I was, I felt so self like it was a very humbling experience to walk out of a store with just one plunger. Like there's no, no one goes to the store at 8 a.m. on a Saturday to get one plunger just in case, you know? I didn't like that everyone knew what my Saturday was like. I ran to the car because I didn't want people to see me, which in retrospect 
made it a lot worse to see someone sprinting through the parking lot with one plunger. That's the highest technology money can buy, the beehive. Didn't like that, okay. Um, I'm still working on that, I wrote that on the way here, but thank you guys for listening and let me talk. Okay, bye. Oh, yeah! Guys, that was Sophia Garo, keep it loud, yeah! Wonderful, wonderful! Oh, man, this next comedian. Man, like, we just got a, like like Pam would say, a rock block of, you know, celebrities in the house, you know? I, I feel blessed, uh, you know, I, I get to have this dude on the stage. Everybody make it big and loud for Newman Shake! What's up, guys? Um, I, I joined the Bumble friend feature thing recently, and uh, that that's made me feel super gay, you know? Not because it's a bad thing. It's just a new experience for me to be swiping on dudes, being like, wow, he's not my type. You know, that's a new thing. All right, this is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, um, I got back into therapy recently. And I'm learning a lot about myself. Like, I recently learned that I'm kind of sexist. You know, that's that's what I learned. Because, like, all my therapists in the past, they've been, like, a woman therapist. And I had, like, no problem opening up to them. But my new therapist, he's, like, this jacked dude. And now I just feel super insecure around him. Like, every time he's like, what are your problems? I, I just got to tell him, like, hey, I think I'm going to the gym too often. You know, I'm just grinding too hard. And that's what I've been, which I'm not, you know, so... All right. Um, I I work I work with special ed kids. I, I like working with them because every day is kind of like a new adventure. Like uh, my first day there, I saw this kid in a wheelchair, and I was like, "Yeah, this kid can't walk." And then they were like, "Roll this kid out to a field," and he started uh, sprinting. And I was like, "Wow, did I just witness a miracle or something?" So I asked like my coworker about this, and he was like, "Well, this kid doesn't walk anywhere. He doesn't want to go to." And I was like, I think that's the smartest kid here, actually, you know, like, I think you should put him in all the advanced classes. That's a, that's a good thing right there. I think, I think people who, like, only hook up with one race because they have, like, a fetish, those people are super weird. But I think what's weirder is, like, when people try to hook up with people of, like, every race. Because that just feels like you're playing, like, a weird game of Pokemon, you know, where, like, you got to bang them all or something. I hate that joke, too. It's okay. I um I do think I'm kind of like an empath, but like in a weird way. Like I think I'm like a reverse empath, where when people start feeling down, I start feeling a lot better about my life. Like that's who I am. I um I'm a big fan of rap music, but I know that like there's like a lot of fighting between people who like old rap and people who like new rap. Like I saw this post recently that was like I hate how the new generation doesn't respect Tupac. Which I don't think is fair, because uh, the old generation uh, killed Tupac. So, yeah, that's not good. I um, They're getting rid of abortion, and that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Because like, if they're going to force them to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory where it belongs. Yeah, um, I was sucking on a lollipop recently, and I realized like I would kill it at sucking dick. You know, like I really would. And then I realized like if I was a bit more flexible, like I'd never go on another date again. You know, like that's the second thing I realized. 
All right, just, yeah, I'll end it there. Bye. <laughs> yeah, guys, that was Newman Shake. Man, wonderful, wonderful stuff. We we we, got, we just got the, the 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 best comedians in all of the world right here, guys. All right in this room, we're all here together. We're we're working it out. We're doing the thing, and it, I just feel really really excited to be here with you guys. Let's make fucking jokes, yeah! All right, this next comedian, very hilarious. You can see him perform all over the Bay Area. Make it big and loud for Connor Christian Marshall! Not in here? No? All right. <laughs> Boom. Never, okay, no, I'm just... He's not here? Oh, shit. I, man. <sighs> all right, well, this next... Yeah, fortunately, this next comedian... Also, very funny, looks like a lion. Make it big and loud for Sean Darum! Hi. Hello. I wish I never explored my sexuality. Like this might sound weird, but um, I think I was better off in like plain hetero ways, cause I feel like my life had structure. Like sex was like public school. I knew what I was gonna do that day. I just needed to bring a pencil, keep track of when the next period starts. And I was gonna have a good day of school. But now I, I can't even learn math without a finger in my ass. It's all getting thrown in the trash, I guess. Um. Yeah, I feel like my sexuality has become a mess. I learn something new about myself every day. Like all the time, I'm like, I, I'm into that too. Where do I even find that? A horse? Okay. I don't know where I'm going with any of this. I I have a lot of uh, social anxiety. Not r right now, though. This is great. Don't even know why you thought that. But I, I kind of do like anxiety because uh, it's fun having fears that shouldn't matter it spices up my life like i i have a fear that people will find out things that i'm into like anything that makes me unique and it scares me i don't want to be interesting at all actually no interest okay where was i gonna go with this oh yeah i uh on the other day or the other day i was on the bus you know and i was playing a game and like i had like a sudden fear that people would hate me if they saw me playing the game. And it was an interesting place to feel that fear because on that same bus, there's someone smoking crack and another person having a heated argument with themselves. But me playing Candy Crush was going to be the big issue. There's there's a little something, I guess. 
Uh, okay, I'm going to freestyle this one because I don't remember it. Um, I, I hear people always complaining how, like, our city has uh, poop on the ground. But um, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, where else do you expect it to be? Because, like, where have we gotten where, like, that's the weird thing? I, I think it's weird that we shit in water, to be honest. Someone's probably pointed this out before, though. This probably isn't an original. Um, okay. No, it is It is weird to me because it's like an issue with such a simple solution, which is do what every other thing has been doing for all of history. Uh, look down before you step. Like, be careful is the solution. I, I just find it weird that people have such a big issue with... Oh my God. Okay, I don't know where I'm going. Thank you for listening to me talk. <laughs> yeah! Guys, that was the legendary Sean Darum. Oh, yeah! We're keeping it rocking here at Mutiny Radio. And we're going to make it loud for this next comedian. She's hilarious, and you can see her perform, you know, places all over the Bay Area. Who knows where else? Guys, look her up. She Make it big and loud for Haley Rosenberg! And a dog! Why no? Uh, I got ghosted after seven dates. This was my healthy emotional response. I think seven dates is too much to ghost someone after. I think it's more acceptable to like kill the person you're dating at that point to get out of it than it is to just ghost them. Uh, but you know, everyone says that things happen for a reason, and now I'm realizing that's true. Because like, if that guy hadn't ghosted me. I never would never would have gotten this dog. If, if I never got this dog, I never would have learned that it's true. That things can always get worse. This was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment is scary. No wonder that fucker ran. Uh, I made him a vet. I literally got him like two days ago. I made him a vet appointment today, and they were like, "What's the patient's name?" And I was like, well, he's a dog, so you could just take my name. And they're like, no, we need the patient's name. So I give, him, I give him the name. And they're like, okay, we need your credit card. I'm like, well, he's the patient. You could just take his credit card. Doing really well. Um, but I did decide to get back into dating uh, when I'm stable enough. I actually put in an audition to The Biggest Loser because I thought it was a dating show for people with bad personalities not um <laughs> but yeah no i've been using hinge a lot despite being more of a like revolving door uh but i've been using hinge because i am like <laughs> thank you thank you thank you for that uh i have been using hinge because i'm looking for something a little bit more serious and you know that's the app that's for that uh but i have noticed that there have been some horny fucks coming through on this one prompt it's the prompt that asks you what your love language is and the love languages, you know, it's like the different ways people give and receive love. And it's like words of affirmation, quality time, gift giving, acts of service, and physical touch. Guess which one every dude puts? They're like, yeah, my love language is hand jobs. <laughs> it's so fuckboy. It reminds me of when Tinder was a thing, like at first, and you couldn't just put that you were trying to fuck. You had to be like, looking for someone to come cuddle. 
This is just the woke version of that. Also, I'm not doing this for attention. It's so, he's heavy, but like he can't just stay alone in his thing because he'll freak out. So he's being super chill. Someone else can hold him if you want. Yeah. Oh, he extends. Sorry, right. you were smoking his. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Um, but yeah, no, it sucks because like I am out there looking for something more serious, like, and I want to be on an app pulling from a dating pool of the same thing. Like I'm looking for my tall drink of water. Now there's just a bunch of horny dudes like jacking off into the reservoir. I'm like, stop polluting the water supply. We're in a drought. I mean, I don't know, it just sucks. Like they're trying to make, <laughs> God damn it, Spencer. They're trying to make it all Shakespearean, you know, by calling it a love language instead of just training that, saying that they're horny. They're just like, yeah, my love language is quality time with that pussy. And you know what, if dudes get to cheat, I'm gonna cheat too. If dudes get to put that their love language is fucking, I'm making mine generational wealth. You are not allowed to love me unless it's in the form of molasses money. If you loved me, it would be. All right, that's my time. This is so white, I literally had to bring my puppy because my roommate was at yoga and couldn't watch him. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, guys, yeah, that was Haley Rosenberg. Yeah, she has a puppy. It's so awesome. I'm so jealous. I wish I had a cute little puppy. Oh. All right, guys, we're just going to keep it rolling. This next comedian, she's wonderful. She just walked in the building. She's the same age as my grandmother. And <laughs> make it big and loud for Lori Crow! Hello, everybody. I have all new shit today. You can't feel color, right? You can't uh, taste it. You can't hear it. You can't put out your hand and touch somebody's jacket and feel the redness of their jacket. But you, you can only see color. It's only you taste, touch, feel, and know color through our, our eyes. And I find that fascinating because there's, it's just, this is just a basic. Um, how do you, I know that this shirt is yellow? It could be blue, right? If you close your eyes, you don't know what color something is. And we're still looking for the funny. All right. Oh, and also because on the strange, fantastic ways that shirts have, it could be yellow or blue or both. Here's another one for you. Hey, Marcus. You ever think about what happens to us when we go to sleep? Where do we go consciously? What are our brains doing? No? Just me? Okay. Our bodies, we dream, right? First of all, we dream. We go out and we go into places that we sometimes we can't get anyplace else unless we're dreaming. Like the other night, I dreamt that I was scaling the building. And apparently to get inside, I had to climb up. But it's, it's only in a dream. You don't do that in real life. Right. Habit. Habit is a funny thing. It's because it wasn't always a habit. Before you do something all the time, you didn't even think about doing it. 
and then you do it just for a little bit, and now you do it all the fucking time. It's a habit. I got my habits. I got my little habits. You got your habits, Sophia? Yeah? I got a ginger ale habit. Canada dry ginger ale is really good. I love the taste, and it's even better if you put some Jameson's in it. It rocks. Another habit is my morning coffee. Everybody has that kind of habit, habit around morning coffee, right? It's a tradition. When I smoked, I used to have it with a cigarette, and that was a bad habit. But my leave the house touching and counting OCD ritual is a bad habit that I do for the good of my country. I'm a goddamn patriot. That's what I am, an OCD hero. Nobody cares. All right, one more. Um, this is killing me. I got to tell you, this is killing me. You could say, I love my wife. I love my wife, right? I am in love with my wife. But can you say the same thing about your cat? I love my cat, right? But do you say, I am in love with my cat? That kind of conjures up something really sinister or weird and put you on. No? All right. I was lying in bed with the other, and my cat was on top of me, and she was just purring, and she was, it was very comforting, and yes, I'm lonely. Is that we should appreciate the love a good p pussy can give us. Not going anywhere. Um, people say that he's a worthless piece of shit. But what if he's a worthwhile piece of shit? Could be, right? That new guy that we hired in HR, why, well, he's a real worthwhile piece of shit, he is. He's as meaningful as they come. I bet his worthwhile piece of shit ass will be head of the department by Christmas. You watch. All right. Thank you. Oh, that was, that was so sweet. <laughs> it was like a little. <laughs> All right, one more. Um, what is it about being tucked in? You know how babies are swaddled? They wrap them up in a little blanket. Little kids get tucked in for the night. Well, I'm a grown-ass woman in her fucking 60s, and I tucked myself in the bed last night. Why? Because I'm just rocking the sophisticated senior shit. That's why. And let me tell you, it was like being back in my mother's womb, all safe and warm, a tad claustrophobic and no Wi-Fi, but rent-free and all the amenities of a fine Motel 6. Hey, Mom, turn up the volume. I'm digging this cold train. Everyone should have little tucked-in breaks scattered throughout the day, don't you think? And time permitting, we could nap afterwards. Time for my 2 o'clock tuck. See you bitches in an hour. I like it. I'm going to take it to HR. If only I had a job. Yeah. Guys, make it loud for Lauren Crowd. She's amazing. I love her so much. Uh, always the chuckles, always the funnies. I love working comedy out here in the Union Radio, guys. It's amazing. All right, we're going to make it big and loud for this next comedian. He's kind of, uh, you know, a guy that makes people laugh. Uh, he's a, he's a hard-working comedian. I, I think that's what you could call him. Everybody make it big and loud for Mark Neuer! Uh, it's just because it's just I eat blue. 
Hello. Hi. Right. Uh, I was uh, looking into getting um, the online therapy, the, the betterhelp.com, and I went through the whole survey, and at the end they told me it was going to be $250, and it hit me that I can get a, a better help on OnlyFans. Um, you know how much help I can get for $250 on OnlyFans? A lot. A lot of help. So much help. Like, just hours of content. Just a lot of, a lot of mental health help. A lot. Good. It's a new bit. We're working it out. Awesome. I don't know what to tell you. I'm tired of, tired of everything. I'm tired of the, the times we live in. No one calls me a faggot anymore. And, and now I can't come. So now I have to go to OnlyFans. Okay? It's the only way I can do it. Should we talk about Mother's Day? Let's do that. More relatable. Mother's Day is coming up, and I'm a terrible gift giver. I don't I only know how to give out dick. That's it. It's my only gift. The perfect animal you have in your lap. The wonderful little bundle of life. Wow. I'm only good at giving dick. That's it. Sorry, Mom. It's all I got. Fuck, dude. These new jokes are really good, man. Holy shit. The value of this room just went up by like so many fucking commas right now, dude. God bless. Good to see you, P-Bomber. Hey, how you doing? You know P-Bomber just got here? Holy fuck, dude. The Lord of the Rings right there. I can't wait to fucking die. Um, I don't know, dude. I got high uh, yesterday before I got on BART. Terrible choice. Don't do it not advised. I got high, then I got on BART, and there was a homeless guy on BART. Other than me, there was two homeless people on BART, at least two. And uh, that's not a special thing. There's like 17,000 homeless people on BART at any given second. This was a special kind of homeless guy. He had a bag of tools. One shoe and a bag of tools. The craziest thing. I think what had happened was he, he found a bag of tools. He had two shoes. He took the bag. He left a shoe. It's like a take one, leave one and I got the, got the gas station. Are you familiar? Yeah? Good. And I'm high as draft nuts. I'm fucked up. I'm high, right? I'm on this BART, and this guy's got tools. And his prerogative for the day is to take apart the fucking train. I love doing comedy for comics, dude. Five shows a weekend just to come back on a Monday just to want to blow my fucking brains out, Pete Bomber. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Mark Neuer. Yeah, my fucking, uh, just so y'all know, just a heads up, my Facebook has been broken all day. Like, I've been trying to do this list correctly. Like, my notifications keep not working. My list is barely working. So, so please bear with me. It's kind of all over the fucking place right now for some reason. But... Your next comedian, very hilarious, also a hardworking comedian. Very glad I get to know this guy. Make it big and loud for Brian Bailey! 
Whoa. All right. Um, at what age do you stop learning new slang? Because I'm, I'm 24, and I think I'm about finished. I'm done. I know I'm still young, but I just I finally learned what Riz means, and I think that's my last one. I think I'm over it. I don't want to learn any new slang words. Because I've seen it become embarrassing. I'm friends with a lot of like older comedians and whatnot. I've seen it go too far. Like, I've seen like men in their late 30s talk about wanting to wife up a bad bitch. And I'm like, you need to marry a nice woman. That's more your speed. Your bad bitch days are over, you know? Like, they want guys with Riz. They don't want you. I just, I think there needs to be a cutoff. I think, like, like if you remember 9-11, you can't say Riz. I think that needs to be there. You can't say no cap. You can't say low or high key. Stop gentrifying my Gen Z culture, you know? Okay, good. <laughs> um, I'm going to go something kind of dark. I can hear Ian Peen right now. I'm going to go something kind of darker. Um, I have an odd ethnic background. I'm, uh, I'm Chinese on my mom's side and an alcoholic on my father's, so that's cool. We're Irish, and my cousins, they always use the same excuse. They're always like, uh, they drink a lot. They're all alcoholics, and they're like, but we're not alcoholics. We're just Irish. It's a part of our culture, and then one of them took 23 and me, and it turns out we are 0% Irish. Turns out we're Scottish, which I think is a very white thing to do getting your entire ethnicity incorrect, you know? Like, I just, like, my Chinese fan side of the family isn't like, oh, it turns out we're Korean. We could have kept your baby sister. All right. Remember when I said I was Chinese? That's an okay joke for me to make. Um, but it's funny, my Irish side of the family, they are, like, uh, like, Lent just happened. Easter, that's a big, like, Catholic, Irish Catholic holiday. And one of my cousins, he gave up beer for Lent. Not alcohol, just beer. He got way more fucked up during Lent, so he's dead now. Um, <laughs> stupid. Um, here's something, Irish. Uh, I was at Target the other day, and you know how everything, you know, the city, everyone steals stuff, so everything's behind, like, a locked glass counter now? And uh, I wanted to buy soap, so I had to hit the little buzzer, and an employee comes over. He's like, what type of soap do you want? Do you want Dove, Old Spice, Irish Spring? And he did, like, a little Irish accent. Which I feel like you can only really do with like white products, you know? Like if I was shopping for TVs, you couldn't have gone like, what do you want? Panasonic? LG Electronic? Uh, Toshiba? You know, like I just <laughs> think that would a little bit of, I'll work, I'll work on my Japanese accent for that one. Very good. Let's see. I used to date a girl who, uh, who moaned when she ate, which was very distracting. Like, I'm talking like, like real, not like, mm, like real, like, Guttural moans, you know? Like, I feel like most men are worried they can't compete with sex toys. I was much more concerned about Italian food. I was much more worried about that. Like, she would moan while she ate and she slurped during blowjobs. It was very concerning. Thank you. Um, I had a tack to that that I don't remember. I think that's all I wanted to work on. That's it for me. Bye. Yeah, that was Brian Bailey. Wasn't that awesome, guys? All right, we're gonna make it. We're just gonna keep rolling, and we're gonna make it big and loud for this next comedian. They're hilarious. They're all over the area. Make it loud for Harvey Vaughn. All right, cool. It's on. Oh yeah, there we go. All right. So 
So my dad's black, right? But I look really white. And I've been told that looking white is a privilege, of course. But looking this white does make me feel like I'm not at all mixed. You know? Like, I'll never be the victim of a hate crime. That's incredible just because of the color of my skin. But everyone likes to feel included sometimes, right? Like, if you called me the N-word, then fuck you. <laughs> but thanks for noticing, you know? Like, <laughs> um, so I'm a quadroon, which uh, is a racial slur for someone who's mixed race. And lately, I've been trying to reclaim quadroon in the same way that the N-word was reclaimed, right? And so far, uh, I've been called a quigger, so that's going well. You know, when no one knows about a racial slur until you bring it up, it's less like you're reclaiming it and more like you're reviving it, you know? Like, this is not the hate crime I was hoping to be a part of. Okay. Good. Uh, by the way, have y'all noticed that, like, all the worst words you can call someone have two Gs right in the middle of the word? Like, the N-word, two Gs. Faggot, two Gs. Muggle, two Gs. JK knew what she was doing with that one. Now, I'll say faggot because I've been called a fag so much, right? I think it's because of the lisp. That's cultural appropriation, by the way. It's fine. I'm cool with it, but... You know, my disability isn't your fucking sassy little thing, right? Um, I'll say faggot, but I, I don't touch the N-word. And in my head, that makes sense. But technically, I've got it backwards. Like, I'm 25% West African. My family is from the South. I use Cash App. I could say the N-word. And I shouldn't say fag. Like, I only like dick when it's attached to hot chicks, and that shit isn't even gay anymore, right? Woo! Um, I have a new tag here. Let me think what it is real quick. That's a trans right they don't talk about, right? The right for a straight man to take dick heterosexually. Uh, I'm pro-trans uh, for trans women, not trans men. I don't need any more competition. I feel the same way about trans men as I feel about baby boys. Like, I hope they're all gay. Like, I don't need that smoke. Or trans, whatever tips the ratio back in my favor. Um, I feel like a bisexual woman sometimes when I tell people that I'm mixed. I have a friend, and she's bisexual, and we both get told that we talk about our mixed identity too much, and we only talk about it when we can benefit from it. Yeah, obviously, that's the fucking point. What, you want me to bring it up in front of the police and her to only bring it up in front of lesbians? Like, no, we're not gonna do that. Um, I get that it gets annoying, though. I think, uh, or I, I <laughs> I get that it gets annoying, you know, we're not in the trenches, we don't get called muggles, like, but I think it's a lot easier to understand and empathize with if you understand it comes from just like a place of insecurity 
um, and a lifetime of disappointing uh, dick. All right, cool. Cool, cool. That's all I got. Thanks, y'all. Woo! Yeah! Harvey, wonderful as always. I love your comedy. Always killer when you, when you come on the stage. Everybody's wonderful. All right, this next comedian. Uh, Hunate, are you here? All right. Wonderful. Welcome to the stage. Hunate Shakur! Yeah! Woo. I'm waiting to see if I hear music again. But Okay. Um, I learned that uh, you don't need to be an athlete to get athlete's foot. Like, I was at the doctor's, and he was like, you have athlete's foot. I was like, doc, look at me. Like, I've almost torn my Achilles heel trying to get a head start at a crosswalk. Like, that can't be possible. And he's like, well, you've just been walking more often. And I thought that was weird, but I'm trying to find the silver lining in it, so I've been telling people I'm actually athletic now. Um, haven't been my entire life, but late 20s, I'm athletic in one foot. Um, I was uh, traveling alone in Europe recently, and uh, my friends told me, oh, if you're traveling alone, you should stay in a hostel. It's a great way to meet people. So first night, check into a hostel, get to my room, six strangers in the room. Didn't expect that. Um, and I realized that a hostel is basically saving money in exchange for half a night's sleep and a fungal infection. Like, if a hotel is like a restaurant, a hostel is like splitting a Subway sandwich with six dudes and getting a, and getting a fungal infection. Like, I, m I mean, I met a lot of people, like a lot of people, enough people that I remembered I hate people. Like, I think I like four people max, and two of them are dogs. Um, one thing I did notice is the cops in Europe look really good. Like, they look like MMA fighters with a day job. And it was the only time in my life I've stood around looking at cops, wondering to myself, is the jaw technically a muscle? Like, I've never seen that machine at the gym. Like, it doesn't look like a jaw. It looks like a closed fist on their face. I was like, the, these guys look like they probably have athlete's foot. Um, another thing I noticed is they really like their cigarettes in Europe. And I was like, it looks really nice. I saw them out all on the plaza smoking, having coffee. I was like, this looks nice. I want to try this. So I bought cigarettes, pulled up a chair, took a long drag, and then realized I don't have free health care. I can't participate in this. <laughs> I was like, I get why they're so good at it. Um, I've been trying to get uh, fired from my job. Um, so I stopped working for recently, and I'm proud to announce that uh, I was promoted. They were like called me into the office and they're like, Hunade, this work recently, managerial level. You know, keep it up. One day you're gonna be CEO, but you have to be white first. Um, I'm getting older and I'm worried that I can't have kids. Not because I physically can't, it's just it's like I feel like my best sperm are gone. Like for most of my life, I've treated my dick like a tube of toothpaste. Like, it's probably empty, but I'm going to try to get one more squeeze out. And so I feel like I've lost my best swimmers. Like, all the Olympic swimmers are all gone, and it's just like a bunch of old people in the pool doing water aerobics, and they don't want to get out. 
Um, I think that's it. I'm gonna call it. Alright, yeah! That was who made everybody! Wasn't he wonderful? Alright, now we're moving into the notes section here at Joke Workshop. We are uh, gonna do four minute sets with four minutes of notes, guys. Uh, and uh, the first one up for the notes section is uh, Kavana Sing! <laughs> Woo! Okay, um. Okay, I have like two things I wanna figure out. Actually, no, I just think it's like one thing, but okay. Um, so I, I was on, I was on um, Bumble. Uh, recently, you know, just just doing you know market research, and uh, it was interesting. They Bumble sent me this notification, and it said for every guy that you initiate a conversation with, uh, they will donate to charity. Yeah, because that's how terrified women are at like making the first move. They're like, <laughs> like, well, like, what's it gonna take? You know, like Bumble's like, oh, we'll we'll save the manatees, and we're like. Do we need manatees? <laughs> They're like, oh, we will donate ten billion dollars to to St. Jude's, uh, and we're like, ah, um, uh, I'll let a thousand children die before Josh leaves me on red. I don't know, like, like, I'll make a wish. He should take the first uh, initiative. He should make the first move. I'll figure. Okay, I'll fix that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe they should just change the incentives, right? Like, there's so much pressure. Like, like, give me two months of free Fenty products. Like, I'm not trying to save the children. I'm trying to save my skin from, like, fine lines and wrinkles. And, like, I don't know. I just, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure because it, now I'm, like, swiping right on guys, and I don't know if it's because I like the guy or because I, like, love otters or, you know. Um, but... Yeah, so so it's like it's weird. It's like dishonest to me because uh, I I don't like the guy. It's dishonest to the guy because like he doesn't know I'm swiping on him. And then it's like dishonest to uh, my boyfriend. <laughs> um, he's like, why are you on Bumble? Being a hero. Um, so yeah. Uh, but I, if anything, starting conversations with guys, I like I, I'm more empathetic towards them because I think women are really savage when it comes to dating apps. Like a guy could be like, "Hey," and we're just like, "What the fuck is your problem?" You know, <laughs> it's like you want to know me? Pay my student debt. Like it's always really aggressive. Um, and then I, okay, maybe two more things I'll say is uh. I, a lot of my friends, uh, they're, like, worried about having children in an age where, like, climate change is progressing and it's really bad. Um, but I think it would be really fun to have a kid. Like, I know that my child would take my breath away uh, because there would be no oxygen left. Um, okay, that was really lame. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's one thing. And then the last thing I'll say is, like, um, I got I got a bodysuit recently because my friends hate me and they want me to like dress cuter. And uh bodysuits are interesting cuz like from the waist up it's like you you look like like a like a sexy vixen, right? Oh, it, oh yeah, the essence of a bodysuit is like it's like a onesie. And then the bottom you have these like three snap fasteners. So like from the top up, from the waist up you look like a, like a sexy vixen and then from the waist down you look like a newborn baby. 
Uh, and it's always weird when I wear these bodysuits. Like I like I feel like a sexy baby, you know, like a, like a sexy like 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 I go home with someone and he like throws me on my back and I'm like ready for my diaper to be changed. <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you want to flip me over and burp me? I don't know. Um, okay, that's all I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, guys, we're moving here into the notes uh, section of the joke workshop. So find a microphone uh, and uh, you got some. Uh, anybody got comments? Hey, uh, I feel like it would be funny if you create a scenario that would actually encourage women to make the first move, like. Like, I don't know, like, you make the first move and, yeah. Yeah, probably, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But also, I have one more um, uh, for the for the kid, uh, uh, for the kid that's probably gonna grow grow up in like global warming. I feel like it would be funny, like it would if you were just like, uh, if you were just like, uh, what are we gonna eat for dinner? And we're just gonna be like, we yeah, <laughs> or like we're probably gonna use you as a food source or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, next person. The 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 mic is on. It's a shitty one. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's 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 good. Uh All right, we got time for one more, guys. That was that's really good feedback. All right. Yeah! Woo! 
All right, guys. So this is the the joke workshop on the radio. So if you can grab a mic when you're giving comments, it would be it would be helpful. So there's not dead air. Uh, I can move one here in just a second, and make it easier for you guys. But um, <clears throat> like uh, we're just gonna keep it rolling. Uh, Kathy's not here yet, so we're gonna go to the wait list. Uh, Marcus, you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, everybody, make it big and loud for Marcus Howard. There's so much uh, strife in this country, division, you know, like there's always all these different sides that are fighting. And like there hasn't been really that many great moments of like racial harmony in this country. Like the last moment of great racial harmony in this country uh, has to have been when Jay-Z and Linkin Park released their mashup song, Numb Slash Encore. Because that, that taught us, every, that brought us all together, right? Because that taught both sides different things. Like it taught black people that not only do black, uh, white people smell like wet dog, but they also make music that makes you want to fight your mom, you know? And then on the other side, it taught white people things. It taught white people that black people maybe deserve rights, you know? So like it's a, it was an equal exchange. It changed everything. Had that not happened, that song didn't come out, I wouldn't be standing here with blue hair right now, okay? Yeah. yeah. I'm a changed man forever because of that. See, homelessness is a really big problem right now. Like we're dealing with, I, like we all have an encounter with a homeless person. They ask you for money and stuff, right? Uh, my problem with that is that all their stories are so fucking boring, right? It's always the same bullshit. It's always like my car just broke down, or you know, I need to get home to my mom. But it's like you're homeless. You should be coming up with way better storylines than that, right? Like, if a homeless dude came up to me and was like, hey, brother, I got to go fight a dragon in, like, 25 minutes, and I'm $4 away from getting this chain mail, I'd be like, yeah, of course, dude. Like, yeah, you took an oath. I can't let you break that, you know? Um, all right, let's see what else. Uh, I love dating stuff, like going on dates and stuff. That's fun because there's always these little games that men and women are always playing. Like, like when you're out on the date, the game that a woman plays is like when the bill comes, you know, and she's like pretend reaching for her purse and it's like she's trying to double dutch in, you know, like, but it doesn't happen. But there's a guy, the guy has that same version of that game where we pretend, you know, to go do the thing. Like the guy version is, uh, when you're about to hook up for the first time and you go reach for that condom and you're like, ah. Am I gonna? And then she's like, no, nah, baby girl, this one's on me, you know? <laughs> uh, my dream in life is to be a plus-size male model. Because they seem like they have an awesome life, dude. Like, because you get to be a model and still eat meatball subs, you know? Like, that seems like a dream to me. You get to, like, just model your comfort flex jorts or whatever. That seems pretty fun. Um, it's funny though, because like, like this is the thing is like male plus size models aren't really as annoying as like female plus size models. Like they're never demanding respect. They know exactly who they are, right? But like sometimes they do jazz it up. Like instead of calling themselves a plus size male model, they'll call themselves a big and tall model. Because that's how insecure dudes are. We're like, yeah, I'm not fat. I'm just a big tall man. <laughs> I'm big and tall. All right, there's something there, probably. Uh, I'm glad the dispensaries exist now, because, like, I used to fucking hate dealing with the weed man, you know? Like, the weed man, he has always all these different stipulations. Like, he would be running late, 
And then afterwards, you'd go and finally get your weed from him. And then he'd make you have to like sit down and have 20 minutes of awkward conversations. And then you smoke the weed with him that you just bought. Like that doesn't happen with fucking any other type of transaction. Like I'm not showing up to the grocery store to buy some chips. And then the checkout person is just like, hey, so what's new in your world, man? Actually, can I get some of those chips? Okay, that was garbage. And I didn't even write the whole thing. Does that mean that I'm done? All right. Okay, here's the last one. Um, I used to work a corporate job. I, I, I used to, like, work in the corporate world. And, like, I hate some of the rhetoric in, uh, that comp corporations use. Like, when they would say, like, we're not a company here. We're a family. We're not a fucking family. There's no way that we're a family. Because at no point in time has the payroll department come up to me, to me and be like, hey, cuz, let me hold $50 real quick, right? <laughs> like, the CEO doesn't come up to me and be like, hey, you should really call your grandma more, you know? All right, well, I think that that's about it for me. Thanks, guys. Bye. Man, that was wonderful. All right, guys. Uh, do you want notes? Do you want comments? Sure. You yeah. want some feedback, guys? Yeah. I mean, let's see. I'm all ears. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, grab, come grab a mic. Red, red mic right there. Come on. Come on. Come on. Do it. You, come on. Do it. You do have, it. You're on the radio. You have to get on. on the mic. It's on the yeah. radio. It's for the internet, dude. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're on a quest. Like the fantasy thing? And yeah. Like, I'll be an NPC, sure. I'll yeah, 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 yeah. That's all. Okay, Hi, cool. Marcus. Thanks, bud. Okay. <laughs> uh, was that too, uh, for you guys, the whole, like, getting no, into No, no, I love that so much, because I used to have a joke about smoking crack with a homeless person. Like, it actually happened. Like, in, like, like you when you actually, like, accidentally become, like, an NPC or some shit, like, you, like... That's so funny to me that you had that like he like he's like four dollars away from from some chain mail. Mm -hmm. You should be like I should just want to follow him, see what happens. You yeah. know, like I'm gonna keep giving him money. Like we're gonna see like how fucking leveled up we can get this guy. Like you know, okay. Like uh, I mean, do you know like the term uh like uh buffing or like you know like yeah, use, yeah, like, yeah. dumb gamer I'm terms like we're we're gonna we're gonna boost I'm gonna boost this homeless man. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, like something like that. I think it'd be funny. Does, do you think that the entry into the joke of saying that their storylines are really boring, like, is that too harsh? No? Okay. All right. All right. Cool. That's it. Thanks, guys. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> Lauren. All right. Lauren's uh, got just something. Just an idea. I love your stuff. Oh, great. thank you. And um, I was thinking that the dispensaries, when you sit down and share a sandwich with the, the guy in chips. Yeah, 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 And then he tells you that he wants to be a, a model. Oh, yeah. And Ah, okay. And maybe, I don't know, something about that. It's been so long since I bought weed, so I don't even remember the conversations. But anyway, thanks. Oh, okay. And, and also, so. you are not a plus size. I want to leave. You know, okay. you're, you're very cute. Maybe you're a plus size model in China. I'm a plus size model in China. I'm oh, a plus size model yeah. in America. Hell yeah. You. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're going to keep this. <laughs> yeah, make it loud. Yeah. That was awesome. That was really awesome, Marcus. Uh, we're. We're just going to keep this train a fucking rolling, guys. Kathy showed up, guys. So we're going to make it really loud for Kathy <laughs> Thank you for waiting for me. Um, so last week, I, I went through uh, egg freezing surgery. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, it's not a joke. Um, so now, um, every guy looks the same to me. Yeah, you are just a bunch of sperms. Yeah, active, inactive, right? Because previously I was looking for a boyfriend is like nice, good looking, but now I just want someone who has 
healthy sperms. I want to make sure like every sperm that meet my eggs is worth my $15,000. Cuz when I told my friend I went through the surgery, they were all surprised. They were like, "How could you afford it?" I was like, "My mom paid for it. Whoever wants the grandchildren who pay for it." Right? So by the way, now I am pro-life. I'm pro-life. Uh, at this moment, I'm pro my life without any fucking kids. Um, in <laughs> um, you know, I feel like it's really unfair when it comes to the uh, reproducing capabilities between men and women, right? Men, you can donate your sperms, $500 every night. All you need is one hand. Well, for women, like we have to pay fifteen thousand bucks, you know, to store ten uh, eggs, and then pay five hundred bucks to the guy. Um, so I should say, like, uh, like uh, we could, we should not call God our Father. At most, He's our sperm donor, right? He knows we exist, but He doesn't give a fuck about our life. Or maybe, maybe uh, God is a woman. We are all her lost eggs, cause she cannot afford storage fees. You know, I, I have to say, like, I went to a very fancy uh, fertility clinic, uh, very fancy, which means the majority are white women. And uh, so, um, when I went there for the surgery, I find out every woman was suffered so much after surgery. Everyone was like holding their stomach. I thought, like, is this a fertility clinic or a, a, a turtle? What, what do you call that, like you do on your dogs? Yeah, neuter, thank you. <laughs> a neutered place. I was like, I'm just a neutered bitch after the surgery. Right, like suffering so much, but there are people who, so, who are so happy. I mean, my mom, right? So like, and also on that day, because um, like normally like uh, before the surgery, you had to suffer from constipation. So on that day, I was waiting for my surgery in the clinic. Uh, it was very crowded and, uh, and I, I really wanted to shit, but I couldn't. Um, so I was telling the girl like uh, on the front desk, I was like, oh, I, 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 really, I really need to use the bathroom. Um, can we do the surgery quickly so I don't need to so I don't need to, you know, do something during the surgery because I I've tried to be very polite, and she just ignored me. Then, <laughs> uh, do I do I still have time? Okay. Then 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 I was like, oh, what's the proper way of English to say that I wanna take a shit? I I forgot. I do I don't know. Even today I still don't know. What's the proper way to say that? Make your balls move. Okay, <laughs> okay. I thought it's 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 not so proper. So I finally I was like, uh, she ignored me. So I was like, uh, okay, I need to take a shit. So everyone in the clinic was looking at me, and finally they called the doctor. That somehow I went in the surgery. Okay, thank you. Woo! Yeah! All right, um, man. Yeah. Now we're moving into the the comment section once again. Is the notes set? Okay. A uh, couple things. Um, there was a funny moment where you're like, um, some people are very happy, my mom. Uh, and I think you could do like rule of threes with that. And you're like, some people are really happy that they're going to be having a grandchildren. 
also my mom. And some people are really happy I'm not going to be alone forever. That's the cashier at Walgreens. You know? Um, and then if I had another one, but if I think of it, I will bring it back. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really funny when you called everyone sperms. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all, all you, you could just call all you sperms out here. Yeah. <laughs> also, the the God is a sperm donor. God is a woman. Like that bit right there was fucking dope. I really like that. That's funny. Like that's like uh, that's like like on some next level shit. But like also just really funny. Um. I think with the the god is like a sperm donor like you could you could do a couple of different one-off liners from that um also fucking I don't know I'm I, I was going to say something about like what if a lady like what if a lady with a penis you know comes you know like la lady come lady penis come yeah transgender pe come I wonder if that's more expensive uh, I don't know. I I that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, um, any more notes? All right, we're gonna keep moving on. That was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> okay, got some. Someone's calling Mutiny Radio. Should I answer it, guys? Okay, they they stopped calling. Never mind. They got nervous. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Let's keep this train rolling, dude. We're going to keep it going. Pete Ballmer, are you here? All right. We're going to make a big love for Pete Ballmer. Yeah. Going to have one of the chocolates. All right. Yeah. yeah chocolate one, night. What's up? What? Get one. Make sure you get some chocolates. Oh, yeah. yeah no, that's what I was saying. Okay. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay, Jesus Christ. I regret taking the chocolate. Okay. I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it here. The chocolate police. Okay, if only that's what we okay. Um uh I hate I hate that we live in a time where we know so much about how to take care of yourself. It's exhausting. Like I know that I'm supposed to stretch five days a week. I'm supposed to avoid blue light before I go to bed. I'm supposed to moisturize. They didn't know any of that. For like, if you asked a guy in the '80s, you're like, "Yo, do you moisturize?" He'd be like, "Yeah, bro. I had a glass of water yesterday. Like, I was doing a bunch of coke at the roller disco. I got thirsty. You know, I'm. I would love to be in the. I, I'm. I'm a healthy guy for the '80s, right? Because like, I don't do skincare and I love fast food, but I also work out sometimes. And I only do drugs if I watch someone else do them first and not immediately die. So. Dairy? We didn't know dairy was bad until like 10 years ago. And before that, they were, they were pushing dairy. Do you remember the Got Milk? How arrogant were the guys? It was just these commercials. Every three ads, you're watching Family Guy. It's just like, hey, by the way, you're not, you're not one of those fucking losers who doesn't have milk, right? Like, yeah, no, I would never dare. They're like, okay, sweet, yeah. By the way, diarrhea, totally normal. Um, okay. I'm a, I'm a very impatient man. Uh, I eat a lot of lukewarm leftovers. Or leftover, yeah. And, and here's the thing. You'd think leftovers, that's like a, an impatient man's dream. But it's kind of like a, it's like the slippery slope because you're like, oh, I don't have to cook. I just have to put this in the microwave. Here's the problem. You get a half a burrito. Do you put the... 
that there's a lot of food that needs to be in the microwave for more than 30 seconds, but less than 60 seconds. But I don't have time to type in that time, you know? I go with the 30, I pull it out, I take one bite, and I'm like, okay, this is, pr- this is pretty warm. I kind of crushed it on the 30 seconds. I take another bite, and I'm like, that one was, I was a little colder, but that was, that was probably just like a fluke, <laughs> like a dead zone of the burrito. I don't need to, <laughs> who gives a shit about that? And then you take, you take a third bite, and it's even colder, and you're like, fuck, I should have put it in for, I should have typed in 48 seconds. I know this. But at that point, you're like, well, I mean, it's going to get warmer the farther I go towards the other end of the burrito, so can't stop now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm tired of hold music. I think we can be done with hold music. I think it was probably very cool before that had ever existed, right? Imagine you're a guy, you've been using the phone for a few years now, and you use a phone and you hear hold music on the other side for the first time. What what ecstasy that would be just like, honey, honey, the operator has a record player. Get in here. We're having a dance party. We're having a dance party. See how fun and spontaneous I am? We're not getting divorced. We are not. And they don't even they haven't even made the music good since the, it's the same shit that they ca- in 1950s. That's the music. And I think it would be I would love if they had like the, I think the reason they don't put in new music is because it would be too fun, right? You're like listening to music like, "Oh, what is this? Like the unreleased Justin Bieber? <laughs> what do we got going on here?" And then it's like, "Hello, this is United Airlines." You're like, "Ah, fuck. I was having so much fun with the music." <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I went to a wedding recently. Um, I think it's funny. Most people are so afraid of public speaking. And I love that the only time that anyone is required to public speak is at their best friend or sibling's wedding. That's so high stakes for something you are terrified. It's like, oh, what are you going to be talking about? The love and future of the person who is one of the most important people in your lives? The audience? 150 of the closest friends of yours. You get up, you're like, oh, fuck. And it's, you, you, you watch what it does to someone. It ruins their wedding for them. You watch, like, the brother, and he's just, like, turns him into a Vietnam vet, just sitting there in his little uniform, thousand-yard stare, mumbling words under his breath. You call him, he's like, what? Where? How? The ones that are worse are the people who are confident going into it. Those, because then they're like, I'm going to make some friggin' jokes here. I was at a wedding last weekend. Sorry, I'm almost done. I was at a wedding last weekend, and there was a guy. He was like, yeah, man, Josh, he's so lucky to have Elena. My dad always talks about how radiant Elena is. (sighs) Yeah. And the best man was Josh's brother. So that was my last text. That's kind of a little incestuous. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. some comments. Run to the microphone! Uh, so, I think that uh, the self-care joke about the like old-school self-care versus the new school, is, is I think that's a really cool joke. Um, I, what I wrote down was like chicken grease because I feel like, like th- back in the day, like yeah, there wasn't really any self-care or anything like that. Like, the most moisturizing that like a my dad would do would just be <laughs> like 
He didn't wipe off some chicken grease from <laughs> his face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. I like that. Um, and then uh, the with the milk bit, I thought that uh, like because you're talking about like how like bold they were like and there's a one commercial. I don't know if you remember this got milk commercial, but it's where the guy's arms fall off because yeah. he didn't drink milk. I'll, I'll send it to you. <laughs> but yeah, the the whole premise is like oh drink your milk and they're like oh the neighbor mr miller doesn't drink milk and then he goes and op- lifts up a wheelbarrow and both of his arms literally like <laughs> fall off and there's <laughs> dust shooting out oh, yeah. and that's what they're trying to the lie that they were trying to sell um and then the last one that i had note that i had was uh with the food like the microwave uh bit uh i think that there's like a rule of three thing that you had there that's uh pretty solid where you like the first one is like that's a good one and then you next one is like oh that's colder but that's like a fluke that's probably a dead zone and then the third bite is just ice you know it's just like because usually that's what i've noticed with microwave burritos yeah is that it's always like ice in the middle and yeah. then yeah now I'm, yeah <laughs> and then you're eating just the frozen beans um yeah. so and then there's probably some tie into like the journey that you can do with like the journey of like Going from the hot to the to the cold to the back to the hot, to <laughs> yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah, like there's some the hero's journey thing. This is like the opposite of when Moses went through the yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> All right, anyway, good stuff, Pete. Sweet, thank you. I really love the part when you describe the a guest at the wedding. I feel they are always so stupid people at the wedding, and I think you can go deep into it, especially the Vietnam War, <laughs> the guy who like the the veteran one. That that's funny. Oh, thank you, appreciate it. I liked your. S- I liked it. Sweet. Woo! P. Bomber, yay! All right. Uh, next in the notes section, it's Jordan Thulis. I want to. Cl- I think it's Thulis. Yeah, that's perfect. I want to call it the Lewis. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> This is my first time here. This this place has the vibes of like a, it's like an offshoot of a church that you know, like somebody got kicked out for sleeping with the people, and now they like have their own sex and they're like trying to make it work from the bottom. Yeah, yeah that's Pam. Anyway, um, let's see. Pete was talking about um, people doing public speaking the first time at a really high stakes thing. I I feel that way sometimes too when somebody makes up a new name for their kid that ne- has never been done. There's just like a brand new name and it's like their first time ever getting their writing published so they're really exciting and they get experimental. They get it on the birth certificate. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. I have a laptop. I'm a laptop guy. Uh, people make an argument for desktops, gaming, editing. I, I, I don't have the commitment. You know, I can't put my roots down like that. I can't choose one spot in my apartment that I want my computer to be, you know? I have to grow up a little. Have you ever looked inside one of those desktop PCs though, like the boxes? What what's going on in there? So much empty space. I have a little apartment. I can't have that much empty space. There's a room in my apartment I'm not allowed to go into, and they have a fan and I don't. <laughs> I don't live on a ranch. I can't go in there. Uh, it's funny too how computers either come in two sizes. They're either like the size of a cutting board or a microwave. Like why is there no in between? They're either this big on a laptop or they're this big, and they have a whole motherboard i don't know okay i don't know anything about computers i um let's see i i moved to a nicer neighborhood in oakland and i moved into a neighborhood where i don't have street cleaning anymore the old one did but did you know the nice neighborhoods don't have street cleaning it makes you think is street cleaning a service or a punishment you know like it has no like street cleaning makes the city money 
billions. It, it's a profit. Nobody at the uh, at Oakland City is like, hey, why is our uh, street cleaning program profiting us $2 billion? What happened there? I feel like the money's moving in a weird way. It's, it's this real like Sopranos energy where you're like, why did I get a ticket? And they're like, protection. Just in case. Just you watch out or else it's going to get worse. You pay us off. Don't worry about it. You move your car for no reason to the other side. and you, Everything's going to be okay. It's a criminal enterprise. Um, I was stuck in traffic the other day, and it was I was in the freeway, and I was right by that uh, like emergency lane, and I always fantasize about like what if I just fucking ripped into that lane? Nobody's in there. I could go right past all these people, and it was the first time I ever like wanted to have children, because when your wife is pregnant in the car, that's the only time when you're allowed to fucking do shit like that, you know? And then you're driving and you're all crazy, and she's like, "I'm having a baby," and then the cop is like, "Well, well," and then you're like, "Oh, we're going to the hospital," and then he's on your team now, and now you're in a co-op race. If, if I was at home and my wife was pregnant, she's like, oh, Jordan, I think we have to go to the hospital. I'd be like, yeah, we're good. We could wait a little bit. Let's, let's play a little bit looser here. We could take a little bit. <laughs> I don't think I should have kids. I, um, my mom's, uh, my family, they're all alcoholics. I, um, I, I got lucky. I don't have a problem with it that much. Recently, my mom was visiting me, and um, she was really drunk. And she, like, noticed at one point that I wasn't drinking. And she turned to my girlfriend, and she's like, like why isn't Jordan drinking? Does he have a drinking problem? Is that why he's not drinking? And I'm like, you're the one who's drinking. I'm f- sober. I'm the one with a drinking problem. <laughs> okay, that's just a personal one. That's not really even a joke, I don't think. It's something I wanted to say into a microphone. Um, wow, that was really all I, all I had. I think I'm done. Thanks, guys. Wasn't that wonderful, guys? Yeah, I just keep saying wonderful. That's my word tonight. You know, you ever just, like, get fixated on a word and just keep saying it? Anyway, now it's the notes section, so find a microphone if you want to give some notes. No one wants to give notes? No one has any? None? Not a single bit of criticism? I'm just I am really liked your uh, street sweeping joke. That's something I've thought about before, so to hear someone, like, critique it to that level was really fucking funny. That was a good one. I liked it. Thank you. An, an a- another angle, I don't know if you want to with the street cleaning joke so if a really nice neighborhood has no street cleaning right then what what does that mean about a really dirty neighborhood like is that also a really nice neighborhood then oh right <laughs> uh just yeah just another 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 avenue yeah. also here's just a weird a weird thing I've seen, like, in San Francisco and Oakland, like, fucking, uh, I was walking around with Neuer and Pam there. They just left a bottle out for the bottle people. That's what they told me. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then I saw them at 4 a.m., like, and it's literally just a truck that drives around and just, like, fucking put, puts glass bottles and bottles in the back of it. There's a million, yeah, but, like, I just think it's crazy. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe you could do something with that in there, too. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just, <laughs> that's all I had. That wasn't no, even like, cool. like, anyway. Yeah, woo, yeah! All right. All right. Guys, this next comedian, I want y'all to really pay attention. We got to critique him hard, you know? This is like a little brother to me, you know? Uh, I, I just want to kick him in the nuts sometimes, and I think he's hilarious. Guys, make it big and loud for Kenneth Camacho Jr. Okay. What's up, guys? I love going by the government name. Thank you. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. So, when I was a kid, I came back to school after a long summer of being about this tall and kind of sounding like a little bitch. And uh, I said, what's up to my teacher? I came in, and I said hi to her like this, you know? And she got really weird. She said, hey, if you're going to talk to me, talk to me with some respect. Talk to me normally. And I said, what do you mean talk to you normally? 
She's like, oh, you just sound like that now. I was like, and you just sound like a fucking twat now, so what? Yeah, she was a bitch. She couldn't afford to live in the West Bay anymore. She had to move to Stockton or something. Fuck her. Um, so I got a lot of I got in a lot of trouble when I was a kid. <laughs> I'd rather go back to Texas than live in Stockton. Honestly, I mean that. Nothing wrong with Texas. Just fuck Stockton, you know. Mark would have liked that one. Uh, when I was a kid, I got a lot of shit. Not just for having a weird sounding voice and kind of sounding like a, a demented eighty year old who couldn't really talk, but uh, I also got a lot of shit for my dirty mouth. I'm actually still paying back my childhood swear jar. About $8,000 in debt now. It's half the reason I don't visit home to see my family and about half the reason I don't invite my family to comedy shows because that'd be like $25 each time I visited and it'd be like $40 for each show. The other day I was visiting home and I was saying to my aunt, Aunt Jude, what the fuck is this? It's like shit on a shingle or something. There's fucking cat hair all my food. It fucking smells. You smell what the fuck. She was like, that's $20 right there. I was like, ah, oh, fuck you, you fucking cunt. That's $25 because you know me and grandma don't like the C word. $8,972. Gets compound interest too, especially with inflation. It's fucked. You know, one thing I do think about sometimes though is like a lot of people my age complain about how there's no one our age in government positions and it's like, yeah, no fucking shit. We're stupid. Everyone uses TikTok and shit. I mean, could you just imagine someone my age, like, if they had a government job, they're just in the Pentagon, like, throwing ass on top of a computer with, like, a bunch of nuclear codes on it, and Chinese uh, spies are watching it through TikTok because, you know, they own the company, and they're just like, oh, okay, we got them. Like, it'd just be that easy. That's why they don't let us into government jobs. I'd go somewhere at that one eventually. Yeah, so people my age, though, another thing that they're really good at, I guess, is, like, investing in really useless shit like stocks and NFTs. I mean, as soon as the economy crashes and everyone needs lithium, they're going to be fucked and they don't realize that, but that's okay. But uh, I was actually talking to someone the other day and they were bragging about their Ugandan gold mine stock, which is a really fucked up way of sugarcoating being a slave owner in the 21st century, you know? So I said to him, I was like, dude, that's kind of fucked up. And then, you know, people my age, they try to act woke no matter what comes out of their mouths. He was like, hey, man, you need to fucking respect my identity. I'm not a slave owner. I actually identify as a human trafficker. So you need to get on board, okay? I don't have a lot of friends, and that's why. I have Jared, though. I love you, Jared. Give it up for Jared. Look at that guy. Yeah, so uh, I had a one-night stand recently, which is kind of rare for me because I'm weird and off-putting, and no one wants to go home with me because they usually think I'm a serial killer or something. I left my phone number on a refrigerator, and I never got a call back, though, which kind of sucks. But it is my fault because I totally forgot she was blind. She probably never found it. She's just kind of rummaging around her house looking for things. Not worried about that. <laughs> Can I tell you guys something? But just bear with me and don't judge until I get to the end of this. So I called ICE on my neighbors recently. I couldn't stand them. I couldn't. I never knew what the fuck they were talking about. They smelt funny. They were loud as fuck. And on top of that, I just fucking hate French people. Like, why the fuck do I have to live next to these French fucks, you know? <laughs> They're back in France smoking cigarettes and eating pastries where they belong. Well, anyways, thank you, you guys. Oh, shit, dude. That was a hardcore diss on French people, man. That was like almost a hate crime in comedy right there. 
No, I'm just kidding. That was that was very uh, interesting. I think uh, I think you could isolate the French harder. <laughs> yeah, who needs them? Who needs the French? The au fucking au French. Au revoir. Au revoir. Uh, bonjour. Anyway, uh, titi croissant. You know what I'm saying? Uh, omelette du fromage. Yeah, omelette du fromage. Uh, so my my homeboy here, Kane. You, I, I, you could really play into being dirty and sleazebally. Like my favorite thing to hear you say is that fucking bitch. I don't know why. Like, like when you just when you say the words that fucking bitch, I lose my mind. I don't know why. It's just so funny to me. Like the phrasing on it. Like and I like I don't know. You could uh, you 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 play the dirtbag pretty well if that makes sense. You know. And I think that could be part of the shtick if you want it to be. You know. And I just I like that. I like it, it a lot. It comes naturally. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I think that's. I think that should be your identity, dude. Yeah. Yeah, like I thought it was funny too. Like you could just say it all normally. It was like, 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 well, why, why is why why does she have beef with this fucking white dude talking the way you do? And then you're just bitch. like, that yeah, <laughs> bitch. Like, yeah. like, you know, like it's okay. Like we know you're not misogynistic, Kane. So like, you know, you can really play it. You can play into it a little bit. Like that's like that's the that's one of the things with comedy is intention. Uh, is, you know, Canutes and I'm gonna talk about you since it was just the few of us in here. Like you do the joke about like fucking if they look in here and they see me talking about skin, you know, like 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 and you're a white guy with ball. But we obviously we could tell you're not a real Nazi, so that's why it's funny. You know, like, you know, like, and, uh, th and like with you and then with you, you know, it's like you can play up the dirtbag thing, but as long as, you know, you, you, we know your intention, you're not actually a piece of shit. It's funny. I love how I cleared out the whole room after like the third line too. That was funny. That was the funniest part of my set. Yeah. They're yeah. They're already going to leave. They're out there talking. We're, we're all here now. working it out. Yeah. We're the real, the, the real OGs are in this room and, uh. All right. Any more comments? No. Fuck it. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, someone bring that woman a microphone. I need to get a mic for just for Lord. Like. I'm a lazy Lord, son of a like. bitch. Um, I love the the childhood swear jars. I thought it was great, and you kind of did this a little bit, but I wanted you to do it more. What words cost? And make some kind of like a um specific thing like fuck is 25 um shit bitch is you know whatever 75 but cunt what percentage is were racial Twa slurs yeah. and Twa then do Twa a sentence and do a sentence and say i called her blah, 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 and that came out to you know two dollars and 75 cents eight dollars and 32 yeah, cents or something yeah. random I missed half my bit though i had this new thing where i was like if your parents were crackheads and they wanted advances on the swear jar oh that's a fuck, good one that's it. pretty I missed good that mark yeah, I like that. And if you explore more when you were a kid of what you were saying, because that would be funny of, of what you were swearing then and how it got built up to be 8,000. It was yeah. good. All right. Well, that concludes the comments. Yeah. All right. So we're here towards the end of the joke workshop. We got a few more comics, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here. But we're going to make it big and loud for this big and loud, awesome, cool comedian. Give it up for Bill Hale. Hey! I'm actually soft-spoken. Yeah, I know. That, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's fine. Hi, folks. I got some good news. I'm going to be a dad soon. 
Yeah, that was uh, quarter-hearted. Thank you. No, I got a kid on the way. I was uh, at the doctor's office with my wife in uh, Oakland. She was getting an ultrasound. We learned the gender. Nurse printed out a sonogram, handed to me. It's a boy. It's a boy. I already got my first dick pic. It's a boy. Such a proud dad, I texted that photo to every woman I know. All my ex-girlfriends are like, great, one more photo of Bill's baby dick. Now I'm going to be a dad soon. My friend, he, uh, he had a kid recently. He was like, Bill, you nervous about the delivery of your kid? And I was like, no, I'm not nervous. <laughs> Might be a little pissed if I, I don't know, forget to bring my Kindle or something. It's going to be pretty boring. Anyone ever hear uh, see a kid get born? You? You a dad? Cool. Congratulations. That's cool. Uh, I have my first kid come up. I've seen four live births. It's all uh, my mom give birth to my four younger siblings. A little, little awkward to admit. I didn't even tell my wife that till after she was pregnant. I was stigmatized in grade school. Like you can imagine, like I showed up third grade one day. Everyone was like, "Hey, Billy, uh, you weren't at school yesterday. Uh, what's up?" And then I was like, "I, I saw, I saw everything." Oh my God, I stared into the abyss. I saw my mom's butt. That's what we called it back then. We weren't doctors, we were in third grade. We called it butts. Now I saw my mom give birth uh, four times. That messed me up as an adult. I remember my first girlfriend, first time I gave oral sex, right before I went down, I was like, hey lady, uh, I got a question before I go in there. How come your vagina isn't like super stretched out right now? Like, I can't even see your cervix. Is everything okay? Because I have a lot of sexual experience. I've seen a vagina four times. I'm just used to the vaginas looking like those sandworms from Dune. This whole bit's about my mom's vagina, if you can, if you can believe it. Oh, yeah, that's not even the worst part. Uh, I had to film it. I filmed uh, all four birds. My dad was like, uh, you got a camcorder, Billy, and uh, this was like in the 80s and the 90s, so the camcorder was like the size of a bread box, and I was trying as uh, much as I could not to get my mom's privates in anything, and then uh, when my siblings started crowning, my dad was like, get in there, Billy. I was like, get in there, Dad. You like getting in there. You get in there, Dad. I don't want to get in there at all. Right now there are... Uh, Four VHS tapes at my parents' place in San Jose. It's just like probably like three or four hours of my mother giving birth. Not exactly on my rewatch list. Like it goes like I would love to watch The Godfather Part 2 again. And then uh, Silence of the Lambs pretty good. And then uh, every movie ever made. And then at the very bottom would be uh, My Mother's Vagina, the uh, extended cut. The extended cut, because there are uh, episiotomy scenes in there. Well, at least the one guy that groaned saw a birth, so probably knows what an episiotomy is. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Okay, great. I'm Bill. Bye. Hey, Bill Hale, everybody. Man, I, I, I got this really cool picture of Bill and... Uh, this next this next comic on uh, my my Facebook from the very first time I got to host the bar on Dolores and it was just really awesome because Bill looked like Jesus talking 
Yeah, it was really good. It was really awesome. And, like, uh, there was 32 comics at that mic that night. That was the first time I ever hosted a mic in my life. And uh, just that was just a really cool moment. Uh, give it up real big and loud for this next comedian. He's wonderful. And he is the Grill Master Paul Robinson! Hey, hey. So, uh, I haven't been on stage for a little bit. I'm tight. I'm try to get loose. Sebastian's here. Sebastian is uh, local comedy's number one fan. Sebastian, are you going to ever tell a joke, man? Yeah, come on. You're going to? What? Okay, next time. Just offering. Just offering. He's, he's at a lot of shows, guys. Yeah, it's true. True. Kane, you have a, a, a name that's not Kane? Kane. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, the door's open now, so now it's closed. Okay. Um, Asian hate's out there. This guy knows. Give it up for Asian hate. That's right. Bill's a racist. I knew it. Downtown, this guy told me all Asians look the same. I saw in his eyes how much he meant it. I was so mad, I, I punched him in the face, and I ran away. It's fine. He's not going to find me. You know, so. Hiding a pack of Asians like a zebra technique there. Spencer's tipping his hat to me. Hi, Spencer. How are you, man? He cannot hear me. I'm soft-spoken. Great. Any allies in the audience? Clap if you're an ally. Okay. Big Hitler ally. Got it. Um, no, he's not a Hitler ally. I know that. But, you know, words are important because people are sensitive, especially. But they're important if it's people aren't sensitive. You know what's more important than words? Intonation. Ever notice how you could say like a good ethical thing and you accidentally put a question mark at the end and it becomes prejudice? Like, black lives matter? You don't want to say it like that. Not how you want to say things. Um, yeah. Um, times are changing. Times are changing. My, uh, for instance, taste preferences changing. For instance, my grandma, when she was a younger woman, after dark, used to enjoy a nice warm buttered corn on the cob. And I was like, Grandma, what do you like about a warm buttered corn on the cob? And she says, well, they're ribbed for your pleasure. <laughs> so there's that. Um, we're, we live here in San Francisco, and parking's rough on parked cars, you know? Isn't it? You have a car, Dan? Yeah, man, it's San Francisco's tough on cars, especially parked cars. Like, uh, I have a car. I was just outside parking it. Must had this look on my face. Because this guy came up to me and said, I'll take care of your car for $3 and a blowjob. Like, God, Jesus, that's uh, $3 more than I paid you last week. Inflation, you know? Just saying. Um... Yeah, America's a cool place. I'm Jewish. I'm adopted. I'm yeah, yeah, Jew. Can are you Jewish at all? Or? Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. Uh, being a Jewish man's expensive. What other clubs membership costs you a little piece of your penis? Like I like a good deal, but I'm not paying that to join Costco. You know, it's a little pricey. And uh, you guys know what circumcision is, right? 
Yeah. The surgical procedure actually makes your penis just that much smaller. Uh, as an Asian Jew, uh, not my first elective procedure, you know? So, just saying. So, all right, that's what I got today. And I'll see you guys. Yeah, hey, hey, I love the grill masters. I feel grilled. I feel good and warmed up. Like, I feel a little toasted, to be honest, you know? All right. Um, we're going to make it big and loud for this next comedian. Didn't he just fucking ran a marathon recently? Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, uh, he's an international comedian. He's just insane, dude. He's rocking the block always. Like, I never know what he's going to do next. Make it big and loud for Dan Guan! Yeah! Hey, hey what's up, people? Oh, oh, thank you so much. Oh, you guys are sounding like the marathon already. Oh, you guys are so great. Um... I actually just so uh, I I did recently I did recently come back I actually recently just came back from London and um, yeah no we we love we love British people um, you know sometimes and, and British people they love us sometimes a little too much uh, I recently learned that there's this huge thing in uh, in the dating scene in in Britain it's called a uh, American fetish fetishization in which that apparently there's a huge fetish to American accents so when I was there I had to sound a bit more American. Uh, so now I'm Texan. That's what I'm basically trying to say, you know. Yeah, you be here, you be seeing me going around London, being like, "Hey, y'all, that's Big Ben over there." You know, it's just be just be real, be getting all the ladies. You know, that's what that's what I do. Um, but uh, I think I think every 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 American that goes to goes to the UK, they always like to like to hear the British accent. Uh, it made me realize that I do think that the British accent is a superior English accent. Um, and here's why. I think the because the British they can make anything sound uh, sound cl sound exciting and and make sense no matter how silly it does sound. Like you don't see me as an American giving someone else directions and telling someone and saying, "Hey, all right, you're gonna go take a left on Main Street. You're gonna take a right and then go down the stairs on the tube and you're gonna go to the end towards Cockfosters." Like it just doesn't make any sense. Cockfosters is a town there. Okay, cool. Never mind. Um. Yes, you go. It's great. It's great. Um, I think the other thing too about like about about British people is that they also have this like this crazy sort of Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde type of situation going on. You know, yeah. Because I remember I was at I was at, I was at a football match, and all you can hear and they and Brits love their football so much that they're willing to curse so much. Like uh, Lauren, you know, do you, you 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 must know some British people, right? What's the c word that they that they yell out that we can't say out again? What what is it? It's uh 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 careless. Yeah, that's it. Um, like there was this one guy that kept kept shouting "break his fucking legs," and I think it's so weird that you can say "break his fucking legs" and then you bump it to you. He goes, "Sorry, did I bother you?" And it's like this doesn't make any doesn't make any sense. Um, so he did bother me. Uh, okay, cool. That's the end of my Britain jokes. Anyway, um, other things that are, that are going on with me. Uh, so I work at a I work at a tech company, and uh, recently recently they did this training, which is called like disaster training. Um, and what HR just said was, hey, um, in the event of a disaster like an earthquake, make sure you have your work buddy to locate and help you out in the event of a, a dire situation. Um, which is so crazy because I would love that in the, my di my dying last moment, the only person I have to think of me uh, is Kevin from HR. You know, it just doesn't. Very, very bizarre. I'm not going to call my mom, my dad. I'm just going to call uh, James from accounting. Like, you know, just I can't wait for him to follow up on my on my Excel sheets. Um, I live in the I live in the mission. Uh, I love hanging out with uh, all my Hispanic and Latino friends. One of the things I think is interesting is that whenever they pronounce Spanish words, 
uh, when they have to when they say Spanish words in the regular sentence, uh, they say it in in a, in a Spanish way, uh, which got me thinking that why don't Chinese people do that? You know, like you don't hear us saying, "All right, I love going down to Wong's because that place has really good beef and broccoli." Like it just doesn't make any. Sense. Okay, cool. I, I've been Dan Guan. Bye. Later. Yeah, Dan Guan. Dan Guan. The international comedian Dan Guan. All right. We, we're, we're here in the last string, guys. It's just a few of us. We're doing our comedy thing. This next comedian, hilarious. I love his, uh, his material. Give it up for uh, Johnny Knudsen. Yeah, Dan is talking about London. Uh, I had a roommate in college that... Uh, Grew up in he he grew up in England and had an accent supposedly when he was a kid, but then didn't in school. And then I talked to him for the first time in a couple of years, uh, like a week ago, and he has like a full on accent. Craziest thing. He sounds just so much smarter than he ever did in college. You know what I mean? It's like just all of a sudden he's. I don't know. He was addicted to ketamine for like three years, and now he's a very smart dude. By the uh, tone of his voice. All right, the first thing on my <laughs> thank you. First thing on my note card says mahalo, so I would like to say mahalo to everybody. What's up? No, I got too tired of it. <laughs> and none of the none of them are jokes. <laughs> yeah, it, it drains me, you know. It, it takes. <laughs> I have to build back up. Only you guys think it's funny. <laughs> you can't see the faces of everyone in just like, oh fuck. <laughs> No, no, Mahalo. That's all it says is Mahalo. And then it says uh, Saturday at 7.33. I read a study the other day. I didn't read the study. I read the headline that said, supposedly we're happiest at 7.33 on Saturdays, which I liked. But, I mean, that's a little obvious. I mean, are we all drunk and high on cocaine at 7.30 on Saturday? Maybe just me. (laughs) Apparently, I'm an avoidant guy, um, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay, next joke. Uh, I feel like... uh, Everyone that says long story short, I feel like they tell the longest stories, you know? Like, if I know the name of three of your aunts, that's just a long fucking story. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you never want to be a grammar Nazi, you know? But it'd be much worse to be a part of the grammar SS, you know? You, like, fuck up there, and they're like, two-time Stubenheimer or something, and shoot you in the head. Sorry, Lauren, you gave me great advice the other day about that joke, and I just feel like I let you down there. <laughs> I don't write. This is my problem. I, I'm so too fucking lazy to uh, write. If anyone has any tips, please let me know. Okay, apparently you're supposed to live like it's your last day. Uh, and that sounds pretty stressful. You know what I mean? That sounds incredibly stressful. If I, was, if I knew I was going to die tomorrow, I would not be here. I can guarantee you that. I would, I would try to be at an orgy, I think. I would be trying to get access to a multiple dozen person orgy. I might even try to host one, you know? If I knew I was going to die, I mean, you might as well say fuck it, you know, and, and try to host an orgy. You know, but then you, like, host the orgy, you know, wake up tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> you just, I mean, it'd be a total waste, you know? It would be, it'd be probably pretty stressful to learn that yesterday you had a massive orgy, you know? Maybe even hundreds of people. And then today you're not dead.
Yeah, I don't really know what to talk about here. Um, yeah, just get in the silence. Is this on the internet? Good. Yeah, Kane wants Kane wants to, Kane thought I was the comedian based off the introduction to Dan. And I took that as a, a compliment. <laughs> yeah, I've been I look like I do marathons, you know? Maybe. I don't know. I would like to do a marathon. Was that your first marathon? That's pretty dope. I would love to run one. But I got like bad knees. Yeah, that's gonna be all my time, folks. <laughs> Hey guys, yeah, that was so awesome. Thanks for sticking around. And we're going to give it up to for Spencer Devine now. Spencer Devine! Woo! Yeah, Johnny looks like he does marathons. Boston marathons. Okay. Ah! Moving right into it. Uh, on my free time when I'm not doing comedy or disappointing my parents, uh, I like to play Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, I know you look at me and you're like, this guy has free time? <laughs> no way. Uh, why Why is it okay to just be a psychopath the second you start playing Dungeons and Dragons? Uh, like, would you kill a man? No, I'd never kill a man. Would you kill an imaginary man? Yes, I'd kill him a hundred times. Can I can I murder his family? That's not required, but can I? Uh, like read read the rundown of a Dungeons and Dragons session. It, it reads like a crime report. They're like, Toe Floor Evergreen entered the shop and asked for some quilted leather. The shopkeep quoted him a reasonable price for the item, which was slightly outside of his budget. Tofloor then proceeded to burn down the entire establishment and then hunt down his family and then blackmail his family until his entire bloodline was destitute and burning on the streets. Well, yeah, why do, why do conservatives think that shit's evil? You think that they think it's evil just because it's a board game? Like there's conservative right people who are like, Shoots and ladders, <laughs> the tools of the devil. <laughs> uh, pigeons aren't really like threatening birds, right? But like if you walk up to a pigeon and they don't move, that fucking takes you slightly aback. <laughs> like, uh, like, what does this bird know? The bird's sitting there like, one of us is gonna die. <laughs> you or me. Like, they've already resolved themselves. Uh, crows, crows are slightly more scary birds, but still a bird. Still, still a small bird, and people are so scared. They're like, but crows, crows can remember faces. Crows can remember faces. Isn't that so scary? Like, yeah, so does the teller at the bank. But I'm not. I'm, he's like, ah, oh, good day, Mr. Divine. Not today, murderer. Uh, yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, when you get a bunch of crows together, they call that a murder. They call that a murder. Do you know how hard it is to order a bunch of crows on the Internet? Like, be at best, it's going to be an attempted murder. What's up? Uh, <laughs> crows are so scary. Crows are so scary. I once saw two crows, and they worked together to open a bag of chips. Isn't that crazy? Crows can use tools. 
Yeah, but imagine that was two people, okay? And it took two people to open the same bag of chips. You would not be threatened by either one of those people. And uh, people, people murder people much more than crows do. I want to, you know, crows can learn language. I want to rent a warehouse full of 100 crows. And I want to teach them to say, do a kickflip. And then I'll just release them into the city. Because uh, I don't know if you knew this, uh, for skateboarders, uh, do a kickflip is kind of like telling a dad band to play Freebird. Like they're obligated, they don't want to, but they're obligated to do it. I once taught a child to say do a kickflip to any skateboarder he saw. And then he started yelling at electric skateboards, and it was hilarious. And then he yelled at a bicyclist to do a kickflip, and I was never more proud in my life. Because uh, <laughs> a bicyclist, they're already dicks, and when they're confused, it's even more hilarious. Okay, thank you. I've been Spencer Devine. Woo! Yeah, all right. Love it. Spencer Devine, kickflip. Do one right now. Give it up for Jared Senna. Yeah, where the fuck are you going, Johnny? Oh, you're going to get up? You're, you're going to leave, huh? Yeah, that's right, you fucking piece of shit. Thank you. Thank you, you fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're coming in hot today, guys. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say a word ever. Oh, okay. You're just a supporter of comedy. Sorry to be the second comic today here haggling you, but yeah. All right, this crowd work is going nowhere. How are we doing, guys? It's, it's great to see you. It's great to see you. Sorry. <laughs> All right, uh, what do I got here? Um, I have a pug, guys. Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah, I love this thing because... It is the animal that most resembles me, okay? If I was a dog, I would probably be a pug, all right? Uh, I'm small, uh, I have difficulty breathing sometimes, and I, lo I love shitting in my sister's bed whenever she leaves her door open. Thank you. Thanks, Kane. Um, um, I do miss it, though. Uh, my dog's in San Diego. Uh, I don't have that dog with me. Uh, I moved up here. Uh, I really miss just owning something and walking it everywhere. Uh, so I started looking for a girlfriend on Tinder. <laughs> that's a hard. That's a hard joke to pull off. I'll never say that again. I'm sorry, Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> Give it up for Lauren. Yes, Lauren Kraut. Thank you. Yes, she is a lesbian. Okay. Uh, what else do I got here? But. You know, San Diego and San Francisco, uh, they're a little bit different, but they're very similar in many ways. Well, uh, San Francisco has a very visible LGBTQ plus community. Uh, San Diego has the Navy. So equally, both cities are just as gay. Thanks, Dan. Uh, <laughs> um, um, you know, San Diego is a great place if you want to see titties. But it's horrible if you have eczema, you know, because uh, uh, unfortunately I am the latter. I don't have a pair of titties to show off in a bikini. All I have is just dried up, scratched up skin. Yeah, because that's hot, looking like I went through a cheese grater. 
I don't know. This my this is not funny. Um, uh, what else was I gonna say? Uh, but I do like San Francisco more. Um, there's a lot more Asians here. Uh, I definitely feel more included. San Diego has more like white and Mexican people. Uh, it feels good. Yeah, it feels good because now I know I'm not the only bad driver in the area. Yeah, that was hacky, huh, Dan? This is a new joke. Anyways, that's my time. Give it up for Dakota.